It's the Lost Years Pod. Lost Years Pod. Running through this show called Boy Meets World is what we're doing. Sit and tell your friends who will always stand by you. It's the Lost Years Pod. Hello and welcome to the Lost Years of Retrospective Fancast. I'm Tay. I'm Sid. And this is episode 21. Uh, I should have said this last week, but we're out of the teens, baby. <laughs> oh, we're out of the teens. Legally, our episodes can drink. We're in our 20s and it's rough. <laughs> It's really a time, um, but I'm very excited because this is my this is my this is my, this is my episode. This is my episode. We've hit all of your favorite episodes in the season. We have, yeah, so yeah. It's an accomplishment, <laughs> and we only have one left after this, and then we're in season two. Whew, that's wild. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm also very excited because you said you have something to tell me during recording because you wanted my <laughs> honest reaction, and I've been thinking about it for three days. <laughs> Okay, yeah. That I don't know. I was like, I could just tell Tay or I could just say it on the pod because it's related to something that we were talking about on the pod. Uh-huh. Um, the fact, no, the, it's not great. I will say that. Oh, um, no. In my Instagram usage for our Instagram account for the show, uh, some other Boy Meets World meme pages are out there. And someone mm-hmm. made one of the fan cams for Sean, which is fine. But it was Sean mm-hmm. during the episode where, like, he takes his shirt off in no. the pool. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no. They were children. And what this are is we not doing? good. So um, social media is fun until it's not. And I oh, hated God. seeing that. And I just needed to say it because there are people out there, apparently, who are just like, yes, give me this. No. Naked no, thank children. You. Give yeah. it to me. No. No. Internet, stop! Can we not? This is where the internet is bad, and I don't need it right now. I'm just, I'm very, uh, there's no, um, yeah. there's no reason for it. I could have texted could- you that, but I didn't want to, because I didn't like texting <laughs> I it. Did- I would rather just say it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't want it in my phone. <laughs> <laughs> now it'll just live forever in this podcast. Is that better or worse? I don't know. I don't know, but um, yeah, the internet's bad. <laughs> the internet is bad. I want to say also, kind of relevant, is um, I went out, I guess this was, wow, this was last night. There's been so many hours that I've been awake. Uh, I went out last night and was uh, talking to a friend of a friend about Boy Meets World. I don't know how my podcast came up, but uh, we, it we always were just talking about it. <laughs> it always does. Uh, no, I think my friend brought it up uh he just like asked about the podcast and I was like, oh yeah, it's going well, like blah, blah, blah. Uh, we were talking about Boy Meets World and then his friend is also very into it as was his girlfriend. And so I was like, oh my God, I never get to like talk to people about Boy Meets World in this way where they're like, yes, I know all of these things and I understand exactly where you're coming from. And like, I agree with you. And it's it was just so nice. I was like, this is the best. Nobody ever talks to me about it like this. I mean, That's obviously so you exciting. do, but you don't like know it in the same way. So it's right, like we're talking different. about it in the moment, but they yes. actually understand the rest of the show that I have not seen yes. yet. So yeah, it's yes. different. I respect that. Oh, I love so that great for, for you. Me. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, wow, I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> this, this exact moment is the best. I'm so happy. <laughs> 
Uh, and that's fun. It's I feel like it's kind of the same energy of McElroy podcast when like other people mm-hmm. know about it. And you're like, yes, let's go. Let's just yell about this for a second. <laughs> oh, it's the best. It made me so happy. Uh, what are you nostalgic for this week? This is a very like obscure thing only because I'm wearing a bun and have for the past couple days. But I used to do ballet and I loved the ballet buns and that whole process Ooh. of putting it in there because it's okay. really fun. It's hard, but it's really fun. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. it's just a shit ton of bobby pins and hairspray, and yeah, it's just a process. Like when you can finally do it for the first time and actually get your hair, and you're like, "No one helped me. <laughs> I did this by myself." <laughs> but yeah, it's like I, I miss ballet, but that's a very specific thing of doing my hair for ballet. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah, yeah. What about you? What are you nostalgic for? Very on theme with this episode, my sixth grade boyfriend. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the fun part about this, don't remember his name. I do remember that it was something with an L, but it was some it was not like a traditional name. I met him in summer camp, the summer before sixth grade. And uh he didn't go to my school, but he was transferring to my school. And so then when he showed up, like I didn't know that. When he showed up in the school year, I was like, Oh my god, and like we had crushes on each other in, like that summer. And he showed up and I was like so excited. And then we started dating, quote unquote, and um what that can consisted of was literally nothing about us changing we were just we were still friends we were just boyfriend and girlfriend and uh he bought me a chocolate rose for valentine's day which i left in my locker and never took home because we weren't allowed to celebrate valentine's day in my house and i didn't want to tell my mom that a boy (laughs) gave me a chocolate flower so it just stayed in my locker and never ate it i think at the end of the year i threw it away but uh, it was it was very it's it just you know young why you, love. Like, I, why didn't you eat it at school? I don't know. Like why why did you just keep it in your locker? I get like not taking it home, but there are many places in between school and home to eat it. You're absolutely right, Sid. And I I don't have an answer for you. My sixth grade brain was dumb. It was like you can't take this home, and it's. I think also I was like, it's so pretty. Like, it's so cute. Like, I don't want to eat, eat it because then it's gone. <laughs> yeah. But then I ended up just throwing it away because it was like, I was like, I, it's been in my locker. Can I eat this? I don't know. I don't know who to ask. I'm just going to throw it in the garbage. <laughs> and I think we had broken up by then. And or we never broke up and we're still dating to this <laughs> day. <laughs> with, some, with some guy that you don't know his name. Whose name anymore. I don't remember. But he was very sweet. I remember like there was like a day when we were it was like gym class. We were outside for gym class or something. I was like sitting on the bleachers and somebody was like, oh, how long have you guys been dating? We just kind of looked at each other and we're like, I don't know, like eight months or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, my longest relationship was with that boy. (laughs) Nameless boy. Nameless Uh, boy. Something with an L. Uh, Shout out to you. I hope you're doing well. Enjoy your life. Oh, man. A very just like quick side note. The first real boyfriend was that I had mm-hmm. was in like eighth grade. The one where you actually call yourself like, no, we're dating and it's longer than yeah. just like yeah. a week. And he went on like the Washington DC trip because I feel like every single school did a Washington DC trip. I don't know. And mine he- didn't, but continue. Okay. <laughs> he went he went on this trip. He came back with a pair of earrings and a stuffed animal tiger for me and i was like okay cool and i thought it was sweet mm-hmm. and um then we broke up a couple weeks after and when we broke up he was like could i have those things back <laughs> and i was like what wow <laughs> the earrings that i'd already worn because yeah. they're earrings and he wanted right. them back because he was going to give them to his mom for mother's day <laughs> 
And I was like, um, Ew. that's not how things work. That's gross. Yeah, actually, too. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. Like, Man. I understand if it was like his things that he was giving me, I'd give them back mm-hmm. fully. But he gave them mm-hmm. to me as a gift. And that just felt right. really weird. <laughs> Yeah, that's extremely weird. That's extremely weird and bad. Oh, man. Dating in, like, middle school. Not the greatest. Yeah. Dating in high school. Also Also not great. (laughs) Not the greatest. But, yeah. That was the worst. Well, do I get into it? Yeah. Yep. This is episode 21. It's titled Boy Meets Girl. Fun. Fun play Mm -hmm. on the words Mm -hmm. and the title Mm -hmm. of the show. The episode aired May 6th, 1994, and the synopsis is, Corey feels pressured to jumpstart his romantic life after being forced to sit through an educational film in puberty and learning that Sean has a date. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. All right. So, cold open. They're at school. They're watching said movie. It's about puberty and hormones through the lens of receiving a telegram. Corey says it's rated H for Hurl. The film ends by saying eventually everyone hears the Morse code of puberty and Sean says, I got your Morse code right here and does an armpit fart that once again Corey makes a noise for. I feel like they just tried to write that into the show and it's like, but like Ryder Strong can't actually do the thing. So so yeah, why are we making him do it? I mean, I get it, but also it's comedic, but also like he, didn't... he can't do the sound and it's a thing that people can do. So why are they trying to make him do it if he can't do it? And then you're just going to make Corey. Do- it's so weird. Uh, this one was a little bit more obvious than the first time they did it. But yeah, if you're watching him. He- he's like, uh, like looking <laughs> <laughs> very great. Beanie tells them the film is meant to help them understand the metamorphosis their bodies will soon be undergoing. And Corey's like, how? That movie is 100 years old. The Telegram Boy is played by George Burns. I looked up who this was because I didn't know. He was an American comedian who was born in 1896 and he died in 1996. So yeah, an extremely old movie. Also, there's yeah. the lens of like a telegram. Just very old. Yeah, my frame of reference was my grandpa, who is a comedian on cruise ships, used to mm. have a George Burns impression. And my grandpa's 82 <laughs> now. So I was like, yeah, yeah that's an old reference. <laughs> an old man. That man was very old. Topanga says, I welcome the changes that will transform me from a caterpillar into a butterfly. And Sean's like, you say a butterfly, I say a hairball with wings. And then Sean and Corey do the thing where they hide each other's faces, whatever. Vini says it's a beautiful outlook. And Corey's like, beautiful? I've seen hormones turn a regular guy's face into craters are us. Vini says, yes, there will be side effects, but that will be the province of your seventh grade teacher. And Corey's like, if it happens, and he starts going on about how he's young and fast and how he can dodge hormones for years if he has to. Meanwhile, in the background... Sean drops a pencil and he and the girl beside him both go to pick it up. They bump hands and Sean has just a a reaction to this (laughs) as the girl gives him his pencil back. He just like stares at her. She is like cute and then just like looks towards the front of the class and Sean is just staring. (laughs) It's insane. And uh, Corey finishes his little tirade. He's like, Sean's in with me the whole way. Right, Sean? And he turns around and sees him staring and just starts snapping at him like, Sean? Sean and uh that's that's the end of the scene that's the cold open I wish that they'd stop talking about appearances in such a negative way I know and making man. some jokes but um here we are here we are <laughs> I mean it gets less catty right once they're a little bit older it just gets less like they obviously stop picking at Topanga nearly as much but yeah yeah it's, you know it's just one of those things 
I don't love it, but it's fine. I love Sean when he does have the huge reaction. It is very... <laughs> I don't even know. I, I, I laughed about it be, like both times because I've watched this now twice to prep. Yeah. Like first time just reactionary to it and the second time to actually like take notes on it. Same, and same. He, it's so dramatic. <laughs> he like <It's> really <laughs> kind of leaps backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like he's been struck by lightning a little bit. And he just like is recoiling from shock he's still processing he doesn't understand what's happening it's very fun such a Um, sweet boy (laughs) yeah my sweet little idiot uh we go into the first scene they're in the cafeteria Corey and sean get up from their table to go to the vending machine and sean passes the pencil girl from the last scene and turns to like stare at her he asks Corey how you ask a girl out and Corey's like simple you open the door and say get out you're bothering me sean's like no i mean on a date Corey says, well, Eric uses the shotgun approach. He just keeps dialing random numbers until he hears the word yes. And this was played for a joke, but I feel like it's probably true of Eric. I mean, anything that we've seen of Eric so far just with women has been Mm -hmm. kind of that way. So I could see it being the truth. (laughs) I think it was like last episode where he was on the phone with someone and he was like I didn't mean to call you that name I it's like a nickname like he just like called a girl the wrong name and I'm like you how what are you doing man what are you doing dude (laughs) explain yourself Sean says that sounds like a lot of work and Corey's like yeah and after all that what do you got a girl what's the point Minkus turns around from his table to say, I couldn't help overhearing your pathetic conversation. Perhaps you two neophytes would like some help from a seasoned veteran, which is fascinating. Sean (laughs) says, okay, let's pretend for a minute I'm actually interested in what you've got to say. And Minka starts talking about how girls are soft and gentle creatures of nature, yet complex and mysterious. And Corey tells him to get a cat, which I honestly don't really understand. I don't either. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't understand how that translates. Um, I don't. But okay. But okay. Minkus shows them a magazine called Perky that he uses as research. He says it tells girls everything they want to know about themselves. So if they read it, they'll know everything too. It's the roadmap to their very souls. It's one of those things that I, I simply hate. Um <laughs> Corey starts reading headlines uh, of parts of the magazine and Minkus says he hasn't gotten his telegram yet. Sean's like, well, as long as I don't have to go buy it myself, I guess it doesn't hurt to borrow it for a couple of days. Minkus leaves and Corey's like, this is the encyclopedia for everything you don't want to know. And Sean's like, yeah, can you imagine actually reading this kind of garbage? And then he rolls it up and sticks in his back pocket because he's (laughs) going to go read it later. And Corey continues to just kind of like hate on the magazine and mid tirade, the pencil girl comes up, uh, steps in between them uh, to Sean and asks him on a date. Sean just kind of giggles at her instead of using actual words, which is very fun. And she says, (laughs) see you later, Terminator, which is really something that they wrote for this little girl to say. (laughs) I was reading someone else had like reviewed this episode and they're like, and she says it, I guess, in the way like a quote unquote, like sexy 12 year old would say yeah. it and i was like yeah i don't know they tried to get I her to simply do this don't know. <laughs> oh man sean is still laughing Corey's like did she just tell a joke i didn't get and he continues to giggle and Corey's like sean stop laughing sean's like i can't whoa i don't even know what just happened i'm feeling really weird Corey. and he just keeps giggling it's very funny Corey's like, you look really weird. What's happening? He keeps giggling and says, I don't know. And Corey's like, Sean, talk to me. And he's like, I can talk about it. I can laugh about it, but I can't talk. And then we get a wipe transition and a music stinger. So new scene, 
They're in the boys' bedroom. It's Sean and Eric. Sean is telling him about his date. Well, Eric asks him questions about it, like, did you pay? Did she pay? Etc. Corey walks in and is like, what are you guys doing? And Eric kind of brushes him off, like, do you mind we're talking here? And Corey's like, well, you can't be talking to Sean, because Sean told me he couldn't talk to anybody. And then to Sean, he said, did you forget about our basketball game? And Sean apologizes, says he lost track of time. And Eric, again, brushes Corey off, says, hang on a minute, Corey, this is guy stuff, okay? Which elicits quite a response from the audience. They are a very, very offended. loud audience, like groan. <laughs> Ooh, you know, you know, it's, it's, they're very upset at this offense, this slight from Eric. Corey's like, basketball is guy stuff. And then Eric kind of like pinches his cheek and laughs and is like, they're so cute at this age. And then continues talking to Sean about the date, asks them what they went to go see. And Sean's like, like we watched the movie. And then Corey and Eric just stare at him. They're like, what? And Eric's like, don't tell me you. And Sean cuts him off to say, yes, we threw malt balls at people's heads for two hours. He's very excited. Eric says, not the way I would have gone, but you're still playing in the minors. And Corey tries to get Sean to play basketball again. And then Morgan runs in with car keys and says, know who I'm sitting in the car with? Nobody. Which is very fun. I love little Eric, or, uh, Eric Morgan moments. This is great for me. I like the callback um, to like having to drive Morgan places too, which is yeah. <laughs> Eric's like, "Can't we do this next week?" And she says, "No, Mother's Day is Sunday, and I need a present." And I just gonna say, when I was five to six, I did not know when Mother's Day was, but no, like it wasn't I, my job to know. It's wild that Morgan knows. Yeah, and honestly, I feel like when I was younger, I had more of a Corey approach in this scene. Mm-hmm, <laughs> it's just like, mm-hmm. eh. <laughs> eh, whatever. It's fine. Corey's like, oh, yeah, I need to get one, too. I've been racking my brain real hard for a special gift for her. And Eric's like, well, what do you want me to pick up? And Corey says, eh, whatever's lying around, which is wonderful. <laughs> Morgan pulls Eric out of the room, and Sean's like, let's go shoot some hoops. And Corey says, wouldn't you rather play a little one-on-one with Hillary? And again, the audience has some feelings about this one. They, they're very upset. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Sean's like, come on, let's just go play. And Corey's like, no, you made it perfectly clear that she throws mall balls as well as I do. Sean says, you know, if you hold it in your mouth for a bit before you throw it, it really sticks in people's hair. And Corey says, did Hillary teach you that? And Sean's like, yeah, she's majorly twisted. Corey says, oh, and suddenly I'm not. Sean says, what's the big deal? It's always been you and me. It's you and me now, and it's going to be you and me forever. Nothing has changed. And then we get another scene wipe music stinger combo. They're in the cafeteria now. Corey is sitting at their table, and Sean tells him he's going to go sit with Hillary. And Corey's like, oh, yeah, nothing's changed. All right, Sean wants to be with a girl. Two can play at that game. And he goes over to Minkus to talk about Perky. Minkus is like, ah, your telegram has finally arrived. He says, no, this isn't romance, it's revenge. And Minka says, two sides of the same hormone. What does that mean? (laughs) What? (laughs) Simply, what does it mean? (laughs) Corey says, bottom line, what does the uh, magazine say you got to do to get a girl to go out with you? Minka says, me? Almost nothing. But you, it's going to take some effort. Corey's like, and you wonder why you sit alone at lunch. Minka says, your first dating tip is don't insult the boy with the perkies. And Corey apologizes and asks what he's got to do. Minkus tells him the the one thing that girls want from a guy is shared interest. If she's into something, show an interest in it. Corey's like, give me number two on that list just in case I can't fake an interest in something. And Minkus says, sense of humor. 
Cody's like, no problem. I'm a regular laugh riot. How do I select the lucky girl? Mingus is like, well, think of someone you're completely comfortable with, someone you could share a meal with, and someone who doesn't mind having you around. Corey's like, my mom is already taken. <laughs> and Mingus says, Corey, just go for the first thing in a dress. So Corey gets up and starts looking basically just like at girls' legs. And the first couple of girls to pass him are wearing pants, so he ignores them. And uh, he finds one and looks up, and it's Topanga. He says, what's interesting in your life right now? She says, well, Mercury is in retrograde, making projects difficult to complete and causing general chaos in the universe. Topanga is so ahead of her time. <laughs> Again, making her the quote-unquote like weird character. And little did they know, I bet, that a lot of people would freaking relate to this. <laughs> Everybody is into Mercury in retrograde. Like, yep. I... I this is a thing. This is a thing where, like, Mercury's in retrograde, guys. Everybody be careful, okay? Th- <laughs> things are crazy right now. Like, be careful. Corey says, not only is that unbelievably interesting, it reminds me of a joke I once heard. How did the astrologer cross the road? She's like, I don't know. And he, like, nearly yells, in his Taurus. And she doesn't react. And he says, but I kid the Zodiac. Uh, which is, like, a thing that, pe- they, that we've heard a couple of times in the show. Like, I kid the blank. And it's... I've never heard that phrase before this show, which I find (laughs) fascinating. He then asks her if she would like to go to Bob's Burger World after school. She's like, I'm a vegetarian. He's like, of course you are. That's why we're going to meet there and then walk over to International House of Salads. She says, I love IHOS. And he's like, who doesn't? She's like, okay, I wonder what the sprout of the day is. And he's like, who cares? You can't go wrong with a bowl of spaghetti and sprout balls. So I'll meet you at 4.30. And she's like, okay, it's a date. And she leaves. I fully envy this confidence. Like, <laughs> Taylor could never, could never. Oh, my gosh. Corey's like, a date? Who said anything about a date? What have I done? And that's the end of the scene. Two things. I love that they brought Topanga into more of the episodes halfway through the season. It's like, welcome to mm-hmm. being a almost series regular in season two, Danielle yeah. Visual. <laughs> um <laughs> And then the second thing, they make Minkus so adorable in the first half of what he's talking about. And then they just like completely <laughs> take it away by just go for someone in a dress. Like he's being yep. so sweet. And I'm like, yes, stay like this, please. You're like so yep. small and cute. And then you just <laughs> ruin it in one instant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, the next scene uh, it's in the kitchen. Amy walks downstairs with kind of a smirk on her face. And Alan's like, what do you know that I don't know? She says nothing. So he's like, which kid is it? And she's like, Corey. And he says, well, he's too old to steal candy, but too young to wreck a car. Oh, no, it's a girl. Amy says, it is. Corey's going on his first date. Isn't that sweet? And Alan's like, yeah, poor slob. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what are you saying? You're his father. You should be proud. Which I don't really love, but uh, it's the 90s. This, this whole like scene, I thing. thought that too. <laughs> yeah, just feel, it's like, this is the 90s. Oh, God. He's like, I've been on the guy side of dating. He's fine now, but he's only one step away from, and then he does like that dopey giggle that Sean's been doing. Uh, she says, dating was always fun for me. I remember talking on the phone to eight different guys a night. And he says, yeah, well, the only way I survived it was knowing that one day I'd be married and I'd be calling the shots. 
She says, oh, honey, I'm so sorry that things didn't work out for you. I love I that love. Amy claps back at him when he deserves yeah. it. He's being yeah. shitty. <laughs> it's fantastic. He says, I wonder if I can still warn him about the minefield he's about to step into without ruining his life. She says, I think he's handling it better than you did because he's really excited about this date. I overheard him telling Sean that he couldn't play basketball because he was going out with Topanga. And Alan's surprised. He's like, Corey is always teasing and making fun of her. Oh, no, this is bad. And then Corey enters from the backyard. And Amy's like, Corey, I think this is so wonderful. Alan says, son, this is the stupidest thing you've ever done. And he's like... (laughs) Before I shoot myself in the foot, which stupid thing are we talking about? <laughs> and Amy says, your date with Topanga. And Alan's like, what were you thinking? Corey's like, well, everything started getting all fuzzy after they showed us that telegram movie. Alan's like, not the hormonal telegram. They're still showing that. And they all kind of sit down at the table. Amy's like, I cried during that movie. And Alan says, if it wasn't for that movie, I'd still be 12. Which I don't think is good. <laughs> <laughs> I also I feel don't, like that's whenever, okay. Whenever Alan's also talking about dating in this way, I'm like, Alan, the love of your life is right there. <laughs> right there. It's just like, constantly like, baby... wow, this sucks. Dating sucks. Yeah. How do- oh, I don't know. Love is bad. It's like, um, right. hello, you're in like the best hello. relationship. <laughs> and they are. Like, you can tell they have such a like loving, playful relationship. And it's just so weird to hear him talk about dating and love that way when he very much loves his wife. And that is so obvious. Yeah, it's like they really just took a character shift for him for no reason. Yeah. Like, oh, we have but- to, because he's the guy. So we're going to have to write mm-hmm. him as not being into any of this. And Amy's going to be very into this. And it's all bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's all bad. Especially the teasing and making fun of her. Like, as soon as they did that little line, yeah. I was like, oh, can we not? Can we just can stop we with not? that? Can we leave? Oh, it's man. not kind. Please and thanks. It's not kind and it sucks. It sucks so bad. Oh, man. So they're talking about the Telegram movie. Corey's like, it had a weird effect on a lot of people. Ever since we saw it, people are doing really strange things. Amy says, well, you certainly are. You never asked a girl out before. And then Corey kind of sadly says, yeah, well, neither did Sean. And Amy's like, did you ask Topanga out so you could keep up with him? And Corey just like looks up. He's like, whoa, that's weird. How did she know? Alan's like, it's the sorority of Satan, which I hate. Ah, what are you doing? That's the love of your life. Why would you say things like that? What is that line? I don't know, man. It's bad. Amy says, as much as I wanted to see you go out on your first little date, I don't think it's fair to Topanga. And Alan just like pauses here, which I don't understand, but I have to assume it's what was written. And he says, uh, yeah, as much as I wanted to see it too, I think your mother's right. You should cancel now and Corey says you guys are right with women honesty is the best policy and he leaves the kitchen goes into the living room and then alan says to amy and he thinks he's ready to date oh god that was in response to what Corey just said i know <laughs> about women needing honesty he's like oh nope <laughs> got you gotta lie to them bitches <laughs> it's worked for me <laughs> <laughs> oh god we cut to Corey dialing the phone in the living room he asks if Topanga is there and then says yeah I did mean physically which I think is very funny yeah. uh, Topanga picks up and he's like hi Topanga it's me Corey Matthews you probably remember me from school <laughs> well, <laughs> 
Well, listen, when I made this date, I didn't know it at the time, but I just found out. Topeka, I gotta be totally honest with you. And then he coughs directly into the phone and says, I got the flu and can't go out. And just hangs up and he (laughs) says, I feel fine about that. And that's the end of the scene. I obviously like hate that he lied about that. I know that it's like for the show, but I love how he hangs it up and like puts, he literally like puts his hands on his hips. He's like, I feel fine about that. (laughs) Like the way that he said it actually made me laugh, even though it sucked. Yeah. (laughs) So good on them. Uh, good on good on Ben. So we go to the next scene. Uh, this is the main reason this is my favorite episode, as I'm sure yeah, you can I, guess. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I did love this. Yeah. Corey is playing uh, laundry basketball, a game I know very well. He's providing his own color commentary when there's a knock at the door and it's Topanga. She asks him how he's feeling and he says, clammy. Very clammy, fluish. It's very contagious. You better get out of here. And then tries to like close the door on her. And she just like sidesteps and comes in and hands him a thermos and tells him it'll detoxify his aura. She says it's called Boncha Tea. And he opens it and says it smells like a Boncha gym socks. And she says it's a remedy that's been used for centuries. And he holds it up and I guess like pretends to read something on the bottom that says best if used before Lincoln's assassination and hands it back to her. And she says in kind of like a sad, pouty voice, I just wanted to help you feel better. I'm sorry if I bothered you. And then goes to leave. And he stops her and he's like, thanks for bringing the tea, but I don't need it because I'm not technically sick. And she asks him why he said he was. And he says, I guess I didn't know how to tell you. I'm not ready to go out on a date yet. She says, that's okay. Jedediah and Chloe always say, listen to your inner voice. It'll let you know what is true for you. He's like, yeah, my parents said that too. Only they said it without all the planets circling around their heads. And she just kind of smiles that off, which is really kind of her. Uh, And (laughs) she's like, so I'll see you at school. And he says, yeah, unless Feeny moves my seat. And they kind of just like linger and look at each other. She says, well, I guess I'll be going. And he's like, and I'll be staying here. And then there's more lingering. And she picks up the thermos and goes to the door and then like, hesitates and turns around she's like may i ask you a personal question and he just like raises his eyebrows at her and is like uh sure and she's like why are there socks all over your floor and he says oh i was just practicing and then like takes the socks that she picked up and shoots them into the basket and she says uh i envy your athletic ability and he's like this it's not so hard come on i'll give you some pointers First, grab your ammo. And so then he picks up like some socks. She holds up a pair of briefs and says Ninja Turtles. And then he just like swipes and throws them across the room (laughs) and says, and now they're gone. It's very fun. Um, He says the key to doing this is good color commentary. If you can live up to your own hype, you've got it made. And then he gives her an example by uh, running around and like yelling basketball phrases and then shoots a basket in the laundry basket and makes it. It's very loud she says i could never do that i'm not familiar with the terminology he says all right i'll do the color you just worry about getting the ball in the basket so he does a bunch of color for her while she just stands completely still and then walks over and gently places the socks in the basket and she looks at him and says look we both made a basket and it's very cute (laughs) (laughs) the audience is dying laughing she he says technically yeah but basketball is so much more fun when you actually move all right you try and make another basket and i'll try and block you So then he does, like, a very intense, like, guarding of her, and she, like, sidesteps him or tries to a couple of times, and then just shoots it over his shoulder into the basket and, like, does, like, a little glance to make sure it goes in, and then continues looking at him, and it's the cutest thing in the world. It's so fun. He's, like, very impressed, uh, and they high-five, and as soon as their hands connect, he just starts giggling. (laughs) 
And when he realizes he's giggling, he just like covers his mouth in shock. And she also seems to feel a little awkward about it and just like walks over to the basket while he's still like covering his mouth in fear (laughs) and and says, it's nice that you help your father with the laundry. And then he walks over and says, yeah, we're a fairly cutting edge family, but my mom does most of the laundry. I'm just helping because Mother's Day is coming up. And they sit down on the couch and she asks him if he's doing chores for his Mother's Day gift. And he's like, you think I could get away with that? Uh, which is hilarious. What are you getting your mom? I could use some ideas. And she says, at our house, we don't celebrate Mother's Day. We fear it is merely a commercial fabrication of the greeting card industry, which is true. Mm -hmm. And then she says, she has, however, asked for a dust buster. And he's like, my mom's good on small appliances. My funds are pretty limited. She says, you don't need money. You just need to use your right brain. And he's like, whoa, all these years I've been using the wrong one. So what do you think I should get her? And she says, you can never go wrong with something from the heart. He says, right or left heart. And she leans back into a pillow that his hand was just like resting on. And she kind of laughs. And she's like, you're killing me, Corey. And he starts giggling again. And then she giggles back at him. And that's the end of the scene. Okay, I love the ending of that so much. It brought me so much joy. I can't wait for the two of them. Because I know things, obviously. Yes. Um, but It's hard I'm to trying avoid to, this particular like, piece of knowledge. Yeah, I'm trying to like learn and get the build up with it. So it's really <laughs> nice to see. Um, first thing, I love how nice she is of just bringing him something. Which at that point, yeah. like at the beginning of the scene. Um, because that's just super sweet. It's adorable. Um, they give her a lot of the best lines on this show. They really do. Um, in terms of all of the life lessons in general (laughs) Um, absolutely when even she's like at the door and like stops for a minute or even like even before that when she's hesitating i was like Mm -hmm. oh she likes him i think like yeah 100 because the way that she's just like okay i'm gonna go (laughs) okay she she's waiting (laughs) but their their laugh is just so cute i okay (laughs) i get it (laughs) this scene i was like yeah this is this is why the scene or this episode is up there um yeah because it's so cute. It's <laughs> it's very cute. It's extremely cute. Uh, when you were saying when she asked about like the laundry or like said, did she say father? Did I hear you say yeah. that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's that's very cool. <laughs> yeah. It was just, oh, you're helping your dad. It's like, no, my mom does yeah. it here. It's like, nice. Yeah. Very subtle way of being like, hey, gender norms are not. <laughs> yes. She's the best. I don't yeah. think write her to be so like weird, but she's literally the best. She's literally yeah. the best. She's living her life the best. <laughs> She's perfect. Uh, As we go into the next scene, they're in the backyard. Sean comes up to Corey and Eric, and Eric says, there he is, young me, which I hate. Uh, (laughs) It sucks. He's like, how was your second date? Corey's like, you had a second date? And Sean says, yeah, my last one. Eric says, second date slump. I've seen it happen a thousand times. Not to me, but. Eric is not good with women. Like, my no, dude. he's not. He's terrible. I hate that when he was just like, well, not for me. I'm like, you're no better. <laughs> you are no better than this. You are. He's the worst. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Sean's like, I'm thinking it's deeper than that. Each one of us is born with a certain amount of coolness. A guy like Minkus could live to be a thousand and never use a drop. Me? I'm a 13-year-old burnout. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> Corey's like, get a grip. You're still cool. It's just the planet Mercury in retrospect. And then he like <laughs> kind of looks. He's like, I don't know if I said that right. And Eric's like, what are you babbling about? And he says, some astrology thing. Topanga was explaining it to me. Sean's like, oh, yeah. Hey, that's right. How was your date? Corey's like, what date? I didn't have a date. I canceled it. 
Eric's like, when I came home from work, you two were looking pretty cozy on the couch. She says, that was not a date. She just came over to bring me some aura juice. Eric's like, and? He says, and nothing. I showed her how to shoot a basket. Eric's like, okay, so point A, she brought the refreshments. Point B, you chose the activity. Sean says, sounds like a date to me. Corey's like, read my lips. There was no date. We talked about what we were getting our moms for Mother's Day. Eric says, point C, shared interest. And then Sean in like a radio voice says, base to 16. We have a confirmed date. Said backup. And Corey just kind of laughs him off. And that's the end of the scene. It's a quick one. I love Will and Ryder at the end there. You can like yeah. any t- you're right, though. Like any time that they are in a scene together, they just look like they're having fun together. Yeah. Even in season one. And I know mm-hmm. it's probably going to get even more, but it's really cute. <laughs> they just always look like they're having a blast. Yeah, and it's really it. fun. Next scene. Another quick one. Corey goes up to talk to Topanga in the school hallway. He says, you and I have to get something straight. Friday night when you came over to my house, that was not a date. And she says, I'm not into labels. She's perfect. He says, right. But if you were, what we had would not be labeled a date. Because if you recall the circumstances of that evening, I canceled but would have been labeled a date. She says, that's fine, Corey. It was not a date. She's kind of amused by him. It's very fun. She's also just so patient with him, too. I love it. She's like, okay. (laughs) She's like, okay, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Uh, She says, well, I'll see you later and goes to leave. And he says, and he like calls her back. He's like, your idea about writing my mom a poem for Mother's Day really worked out great. She cried and she says, thank you notes or tears are the thank you notes of the soul. He says, you know a lot about women. She says, well, I am going to grow up to be one. And then she like fixes his collar, which is like crooked and popped and and walks away. And he's standing there in the hallway and he just like re messes up his collar. And then he thinks about it and he smiles and he fixes it again. And that's our freeze frame at the end of the episode. It's it such a cute way to end it. <laughs> it's so cute. It's similar to like the baseball hat when like they both just yeah. kind of had it in the lunch shirt. Like, ah, it's so sweet. <laughs> it's so sweet. You can tell they're like, they're just giving us these morsels, and setting it up. And I'm so excited. It's just the sweetest. It's the absolute sweetest. And also for him to be 12, like he really did a lot of just face acting there. That was really good. Yeah. And I'm ugh, like so impressive. If you're just listening to the show, and not watching <laughs> please just watch these episodes if you can yeah just so watch good. like the last 15 minutes of this episode 10 it's like 20 minutes so watch the last like 10 epi- 10 minutes of this episode it's very very good they're so sweet they're so sweet together so we go to the end credits the quick one Corey and sean are sitting on the floor in the hallway sean says face it minkus was right Corey's like don't you hate it when that happens sean says no matter how you look at it there's gonna be hormones and there's gonna be girls where he's like, important girls are going to come into our lives and stay for days at a time. <laughs> Sean turns to him and says, you know what's cool? We made it through our first dates and we're still best friends. Corey's like, and we're going to stay best friends through second dates, proms, engagements, marriages. Sean says second marriages. And Corey finishes, whatever comes along, we're going to stand there and face it together, shoulder to shoulder. And at that moment, Hillary and Topanga like cross each other in the hallway and pass them sitting on the floor. Hillary says hi to Sean and Topanga says hi to Corey. And then they look at each other and say later and they each run after their girls. And that's the end of the app. It's very cute. <laughs> very cute. It's cute. It was a cute way to end it. Uh, this was fun. This was a fun, fun. one. <laughs> yeah. What was the lesson, Sid? I mean, the whole, I mean, the episode as a whole was about puberty, which was obviously like third middle school. It's going to happen. But I mean, the thing mm-hmm. that I got, at least from Topanga's 
side or what she was saying. It's like you don't have to rush into things with someone. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to just get to know people first and see where it takes you, which is what they're doing. <laughs> because they actually just started sharing some interests and they were having fun with each other. And that's all you need. <laughs> It's really cute, yeah, yeah. It's something that Adam and I say all the time, because when you start as friends, it's just a lot better, because then you actually mm-hmm. just get to know each other, and then when you date, you're just friends. It's you're better, you have, yeah. Like, this automatic friend. So I liked it. It's fun seeing it in a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's extremely fun. Yeah. Yay. Yay. That's episode 21. This is my... This is one of my favorites. This is one of my favorites. If I had to rank them between 4, 17, and 21, really spread out between 4 and 17. Sad. <laughs> um, but I think I would, I think I would actually rank them like that. Like 1, 2, 3 would be 4, 17, 21. Because I, I think that lesson-wise, acting-wise, performance-wise, and like loving the episode as a whole. Ugh, so fun. Yes. Oh, man. We're almost out of season one, baby. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there we're getting there <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on social media you can find us on twitter and instagram at the lost years pod we post when the episodes are out post some memes and we sometimes ask what you're nostalgic for like abby rose manier saying getting pizza delivered to the pool after swimming all day oh that's really good yeah that's a thing that I forgot that I used to do all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That is, wow, that's extremely evocative. That sent me straight back to my childhood. Thank you so much, Abby. It was very fun also as a kid at the pool when that would happen because then your name would get mm-hmm. called whenever the pizza guy was there. Yes. And you were like, yes, hell yeah. <laughs> just got one to the front, get my pizza. <laughs> oh, man. You're only that's in like fantastic. a swimsuit and just running up like... <laughs> This is fine. No clothes. That is extremely evocative. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that submission. I miss ice cream at the pool too, if I'm being honest. Also good. Also good. Pay like a dollar. Get a strawberry shortcake. (laughs) Yes. Pool. Childhood pools. Really cool. Really good and fun. (laughs) The cool parts of summer. (laughs) Yeah. You can also email us at thelostyearspod at gmail.com. Tell us your thoughts on the show. Tell us... How you're feeling? What you're nostalgic for? We would love to hear from you whenever you'd like. We're always there for you. Our inbox is always open. <laughs> Our inbox is always open. It's never closed. You can also rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out. Helps people find the show. Um, and yeah, that's great. Thank you to the Scavengers Network for having us on. You can check out other cool shows like Blink and You'll Miss It and Timeline Scavengers on scavengersnetwork.com. And if you like our show and any of the others on the network, please consider backing us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network for like $2 a month. You can get access to hours and hours and hours and hours of bonus content. And every donation helps support us and the network. And we would appreciate it. We have a lot of bonus ideas, bonus (laughs) episode ideas. That we're just not currently doing anything about in this exact moment. But I promise you, we're going to have a bonus episode. All of the ideas that we've had are great. (laughs) They are. They're all. Here's the thing is that they're all great. Like, we haven't had a bad idea yet. We just don't know which one we should enact. The other thing is that a lot of them involve quite a bit of work. And life's a little bit hectic right now. But uh, we're going to we're going to get one. We're going to get one. We're going to do it. Except the drinking one. The, the drinking, drinking I was also just do. thinking the drinking one we could do. Yeah. The drinking one we could easily do. For that sure. That was my favorite. Adam said it. I was like, 
yes <laughs> yes because yeah. i mean that honestly premise of my old podcast was just drinking and talking and i was like mm-hmm. why haven't i thought about doing that on this one we just <laughs> drink and we talk <laughs> it's so good uh if you want to find either of us our personal socials are in the show socials but uh if you want to find me uh on the internet i'm very much often at twitch.tv slash it's taycrow t-a-y-y-c-r-o it's my favorite place to be on the internet right now it's a very good time we play fall guys a lot hey do you want to play fall guys tomorrow i keep forgetting to ask you oh yeah rad yeah so we're gonna play fall guys tomorrow uh but no if it's tuesday when this episode comes out which it normally is (laughs) we uh i am almost always live so come hang out it's a cool place to be i don't normally talk about my twitch this much do i i don't know yeah it's fine your turn (laughs) (laughs) uh you can find me on tiktok at sudsley uh a new the adventure zone graphic novel drop so i'm probably gonna be posting more mcelroy content again because that's oh, how i go yeah. i post my content when other people <laughs> post their content <laughs> it's just a constant flow <laughs> it's a cyclical cycle i capitalize oh, on other people's content to make my own it's fun i mean listen that's just content period that's how content yeah. be i'm doing it right now we're talking about what, what we're doing literally right now yeah yeah a show so. from 30 years ago <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh my heart! You can't just casually say thirty. I know it's thirty years ago. You can't just casually say that. It's terrifying to me. But you know what? I wanted to do it because any time that I used to say it in the past, I used to say it was twenty years. And this 20 time years, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get not. it right. <laughs> just make me feel so old in the process. <laughs> The show is as old as me. I can't get over it. Like, I mean, it's slightly older than me, but not by much. We're already in, uh, was it March or May of 94? May of 94. Yeah, we're getting there. We're almost at at your age. Not more like a year away, actually. So never mind. Ignore me completely. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We have to end the show now. This is is a lot. So uh, thank you for listening. And until next time. You are Ted. You are Sid. Just like it's always been. What else do you need to know? Bye, fam. Bye, fam. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Scene 2. Flashback. Setting February 2nd. Hey, Colin. I was just thinking about making a podcast where we go scene by scene through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. James, I love that. That is a great idea. I'll tell you what, see if you can flesh it out just a little bit more, and then we'll get back together again soon and talk about it again. Scene 4. Flashback. Setting. February 20th. Man, I can't stop thinking about that idea of James's. It was so interesting. I wonder if we could do it in some sort of, like, chronological order. Scene 1. Present day. Setting. March 2nd. Colin, I was thinking about that Marvel podcast idea I had last month. Oh, yes, that idea. Oh, I love it so much. I remember it like yesterday. Scene 3. Present day. Minutes later. God, we were so young back then. It turns out I've been thinking about that podcast, too. Really? What were you thinking? All right, let me paint you a picture. It was a couple of days after President's Day. Scene 5. Present day. Minutes after that. Chronological, huh? That's a pretty good idea. So, like, 
If there's a flashback, we put it in the place on the timeline that's being flashed back to? Yeah. What, what do you think? I think absolutely. Let's do it. Why don't we call it Timeline Scavengers? Scene six, the future. Oh, how are we not done yet? That's my secret, Colin. We'll never be done. Timeline Scavengers, assembling the MCU timeline forever.